Welcome to Lake and Roll Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. Y'all, playoff game number one versus the Trailblazers. That didn't go as, as we all thought. I kind of felt like the Lakers could could have lost that game. I kind of felt like they may have came out flat um, because they weren't shooting well. Um, the Blazers already had a rhythm. And then just overall, they had a lot of, of, of time in between games and just chilling while the Blazers still up and going, trying to get they, get their shit together to get into the playoffs. So I kind of felt like, honestly, all honestly, y'all, I kind of felt like the Lakers could lose that game. And that's the reason why I was calling for the Lakers in five. Um, do I still believe that the Lakers will win in five? They absolutely, they absolutely can still win in five. They can definitely go on a four-game winning streak against this Blazers team. That wouldn't surprise me at all, y'all, at all. So, you know what? Let's get into this game one. Let's dissect it. Let's talk about it. Let's start with your boy AD, man. I don't know if you guys have tuned in to my live stream on Sportscaster. And I did a live stream last Sunday. We do weekly we do weekly live streams every Sunday on Sportscaster. And I bought um, a crossover family member of mine, uh, Kev. And me and him both said that, you know, if we get that AD that's, that's not aggressive, then we're in trouble. That AD... That's shooting a lot of jump shots. That AD that's out on the perimeter instead of, you know, being in the paint, we're in trouble. And that's exactly what we got for game one. AD shot eight for twenty-four. He had he went to the free throw line quite a bit, and that's good, right? But the thing is, he didn't hit him like he used it with his normal clip. In fact, towards the end of the game, him and Braun both both missed two. And to me. That's not what broke the game. That added to it. But him, he, he needs to he needs to be aggressive. He needs to he has to have that dog in him. He has to have that killer instinct. He has to have that mentality of I'm the best player on this court and nobody can stop me. You know? Cause most nights, guess what? Outside of LeBron James, he is. Right? He top two out of five players in the NBA. So when he doesn't play like that, that gives his opposing his opponent a little bit of confidence. It's like, oh well, shit, <laughs> we just gonna keep pushing him out. We are gonna keep pushing him out. Ain't no worries in this. And he can dominate. He has the footwork. He's faster than Nurkic. He's faster than Hassan Whiteside. Why he chose to stand on the perimeter or take a lot of jump shots? He got to be faster in his decision making sometimes too. I know. They didn't double team a lot, so he didn't have to deal with that too much. So pretty much, he could have just pure skill set on on anybody that wanted it, anybody that wanted. It. And I I'm, I'm, I just don't get why he didn't do that. It's not like he's not capable. I think the next game he gonna come out and he gonna establish himself. He gonna be dominant because he had 21 points in the first half and then seven in the second quarter. You can't do that. You can't do that, bro. Got to be dominant at all times. This is a series for you to lose at the end of the day. This is a series for the Lakers to lose. This, If they lose, the Lakers did it themselves. I listened to AD's post-game interview, 
And he said that this game was pretty much self-inflicted. And it was. I'm going to get into that in a sec. But, you know, it starts with him and it starts with Braun. They have to come out with that with that dog in them. They got to come out with that. Let's get the series over. Let's get the series over. We trying to get to the championship. Y'all in our way. They got to have that mentality of anybody that's in my way, we going through them. Ain't nobody stopping us from 17. Ain't nobody stopping us from getting to that championship. They got to have that sense of urgency. They didn't have that sense of urgency. They just, you know, they came out, played their game. Yeah, Bron gave us a triple-double, but it wasn't impactful at all. You know, speaking on Bron, let's get on Bron now because we already did AD. I already know AD, you got to be better, bro. He knows that. We ain't going to keep beating a dead horse, you know. Now, Bron, he had a triple-dub. Right, I'm still trying to figure out how the hell he had triple dub, and they couldn't make no shots. <laughs> Sixteen assists, man, and, and he and they ain't, they ain't hit shit. But the man, he still got that triple dub. But I don't know, y'all. It just felt like it wasn't a triple double that was very impactful. Like it wasn't, it wasn't one of those ones where you like, yo, damn, twenty three. I don't know what he had, twenty three, ten, and something. Y'all know the stats, but. It wasn't like a dominant triple-double. You know, it was very – I don't even think a lot of people knew he had a triple-double before the end of the game. Nobody even was really, you know, paying mind like that. I didn't pay no mind. Probably the the commentators may have said it, but I didn't pay no mind to it. This is the brand that we all, all Laker Nation, all, we all complain about. We don't like this passive LeBron. We don't like it. And we know that Portland was packing the paint. And that's going to be their game plan. They're going to continue to do that because they felt like it worked. But I was just waiting on Braun to take over the game at some point. I'm like, okay, we we waiting on playoff Braun. I guess this is the the start of playoff Braun, right? The triple-double, you know, ramping up a little bit. I was just waiting on him to just take over the game, do something. Match, you know, match Dame's and CJ's energy. Him and AD both, I was waiting on them to match AD and and I'm I'm sorry to match CJ and Dame's energy and they they just really didn't they just was like uh eh. almost felt like y'all got this one y'all got this one don't worry about it but we don't we don't want to see that I want to see you just kill it kill it just kill it man wherever or however you're listening to this podcast right now you should take a moment and check out Stitcher those of you listening to Stitcher already get why for those of you who don't. Stitcher is a free podcast app for iPhone and Android and home to over 260,000 podcasts. Stitcher also has smart recommendations, playlists, a car mode, and even a sleep timer. While the Stitcher app is free to use, they also offer a premium subscription called Stitcher Premium that has exclusive bonus episodes from top shows, exclusive shows from top hosts, and ad-free all for $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today and use promo code CROSSOVER on a monthly plan to get your first month free. Like comedy? You can listen to exclusive archives from Comedy Bang Bang, WTF with Mark Moron, How Did This Get Made, or bonus episodes from Office Ladies or Bitch Sesh, plus many more on Stitcher Premium. Like true crime? You can listen to exclusive archives from Criminology or bonus episodes for True Crime Garage or ad-free episodes for My Favorite Murder or Marvel's Wolverine plus many more on Stitcher Premium. Like Pop Culture? You can listen to exclusive bonus episodes from Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness 
or LeVar Burton Reads, plus get early access to episodes of The Dream, plus many more on Stitcher Premium. So, Bron, his game has to be more impactful. When his team is starting to struggle, that's when he needs to go ahead and start scoring and take over the game because he's more than capable, more than capable of doing this. He's more than capable of putting up the points at the end of the day. We know what he can do. Everybody know what Brown can do. One of the greatest. Come on now. Ain't nobody on the Blazers can hold that man. Don't sit here and tell me that Melo could hold him. Stop it. And I keep seeing people saying Melo's defense on Bron when Bron passed the ball to AD in the post and, and it went down. I mean, it went out of bounds. I don't think that was much of, oh, my God, you know, Melo locked him down. That was more so Bron and AD wasn't in sync. Bron was like two steps ahead of the game and waiting on AD to catch up. So he threw that ball, that went straight out of bounds. He, they wasn't in sync. I don't think it was a, you know, uh, Melo locking him down. He didn't, he wasn't looking to score. He was looking to get that pass through. And they just wasn't in sync and it went right out of bounds. Bron, we just need, we need him. We don't need that passive Bron. Let me try to get my guys going. No, because clearly they didn't have it going today. They didn't have it, well, not today. They didn't have it going last night. And when you see it like that, man, come on. Pick it up, pick it up. The team going to go as you and AD go at the end of the day. The team will go as LeBron and AD go. So if LeBron and AD like, eh, whatever, the team going to be like, eh, whatever, right? So they got to pick it up. The whole team has to pick it up. And I'm sure after that game they felt it. They felt it. And, uh, man, so I'm off of them. Let's get on to, hmm, should we get on Vogel? Should we get on DJ? Let's get on, let's get on Vogel. Now, Vogel, you can't keep playing that. Them, you can't play that too big lineup, man. It don't work. It ain't it. It's not it. It crowds the paint. It's not enough spacing. They're not, they can't make the play that they want to play. LeBron can't dominate in the paint because it's too, it's, it's too crowded in the paint. Because then now, Portland says, okay, well, y'all got y'all two bigs. Let me get my two bigs in. There's no room for operation in the paint whatsoever. So now we have to make shots. At this point, we have to make it. He has to take out JaVale. This is not a series for JaVale. And JaVale has to be a team player and say, okay, next man up, right? Go ahead and put Markeith in there. Go ahead and put Kuz in there. And if you have to, AD, bro, just for this series, slide down to the five or whatever the case is. Not if, if it's not even just for this series, but for whatever we need, you know. He, AD said back in when his press conference came and he first came to LA, said, "I'll be a five if coach need me to, even though I don't want to." Well, right now, bro, we need you to be a five. Damn it, that's what we need from you right now. Be a five. So, Vogel, he has to. Make in-game adjustments. He didn't make any. He's seen, we all seen it didn't work. We all seen KCP went over, or he had one point. You know, we all seen DG wasn't hitting his shots. And he didn't make no adjustments. He he barely, he didn't even put Dion in. Dion went in on the floor and went back to the bench. So when you see that a player doesn't have it, then why not try another player and see if they have it? So, Who's to say Dion could have came in and lit that bitch up? And here we go. We're talking. This is a whole different conversation. 
where this is a whole different conversation because we're like, man, Bobo sure is good at making in-game adjustments. Like, just make the in-game adjustment. Just get the feel of the game, bro. Like, you see that they not they not hitting their shot, give somebody else a try. Can't be no worse than what they doing. It can't be no worse than what KCP and DG was doing. So, you know, he got to be better with in-game adjustments and, and just, you know, going with the flow of the game and stop trying to force this too big shit because it, it clearly don't work in this series. I don't know if it's going to work at all because it just don't work. It don't work, man. So I like to see Vogel go ahead and be better at making adjustments in-game on the fly, you know, because that shit, it ain't it when he just letting it go. You just letting it ride. Don't call it. Then he don't be calling no goddamn turn, no timeouts. Portland went on that run. He didn't even call a timeout soon enough to get them back in order. Vogel got to be better too. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. I know y'all probably heard this all day on Sports Center and listen to different podcasts and sports shows, but I had to put my two cent in. <laughs> I had to put my two cent in, y'all. I really did. Now KCP. And Danny Green need they ass kicked. Y'all knew. Y'all knew. Y'all knew the playoffs is coming, bruh. Y'all got to be ready. We can't have that 0 for 5. We can't have you missing wide open shots. Wide open shots, bro. Like, Braun should really have more than 16 assists. Because Portland defense ain't. It ain't it. It ain't it at all. So the fact that they was just missing. They've been missing. But this, this is go time. There is no excuse for this. I'm not giving the Lakers an excuse for this game. I'm not going to give them an excuse for it. It was everything that happened to them, like AD said, was self-inflicted. It wasn't Portland's defense. It wasn't that Portland was just so hot that they couldn't stop them. Because Portland didn't shoot good at all either. But we can't go 5 for 32 from the three-point line and then missing free throws. Brian and AD missed four free throws. That's four fucking points right there. We lost the game by, what, six or seven? Come on, man. Brian stepping up, launching like 30-footers and shit for no reason. Come on, bro. Like, what are you doing that for? What are you doing that for? Take your ass in the paint, and when it's needed, then you hit a three. Shoot a three. If it's in good range. You know, just doing shit like that is just annoying. It's annoying as hell. That was, This was an annoying-ass game because – it was there for the taking. It was Lakers. It was there for the Lakers to take, and they just didn't. It, they just didn't. And they didn't feel like they had control of the game the whole time. They, it felt like the Blazers were, like, more hungry. You know, they're more hungry, and Lakers just was just sleepwalking down there, you ask me. Because when they locked down and, and played defense, they got right back in the game. We was down 16 in the first quarter. That When I seen that alone, I said, oh, this is about to be a long-ass day. This is about to be a long night. This is about to be a long game. Because I don't know what the hell they doing. So, you know, with that being said, they just look more hungry. And the Lakers Lakers need to match that energy. Need to match that energy. Everybody's going for one thing is a championship, right? That first seed shit out the window. Everybody's going for the same thing right now. Everybody has the same goal in mind as you, you know. So you got to make sure you hungry, too. That's what I want to see. I want I want them to have some dog in them, man. I want them to just be some straight killers. It's like I want to see them come out tomorrow and just whoop their ass. Go up 20 in the first quarter. 
You feel me? Go in. Go in. Don't even play around with these guys. They're not your typical AC at all. You know, you got two snipers back there with, with the uh, CJ and Dame, and Dame can shoot from the logo. Dame, you got to pick him up. As soon as he pick up half court, just like you got to pick up Curry, man. They they already know the scouts on these cats, so I don't even know why they even play with it. You feel me? So definitely want to see them do better, man. They got to do better. I think they will do better. I think they will do better. And another thing I want them to do is more movement, more ball movement. They don't. They're very stagnant. They're just standing there watching AD and Bron go ISO instead of cutting to the paint, cutting to the cut to the hole. And I always say this in my podcast. I feel like I'm always talking about movement, player movement without the ball, and they know that. But I think the person that moves the most without the ball is um, Kyle Kuzma. Carl Kuzma <laughs> and uh, Caruso. Them, I think those are two most that are cut to the basket. And the other team, the other teammates need to adapt that also. KCP does it here and there, but man, we need more ball movement. Be unpredictable. Don't just stand there watching them ISO. Move around, move around. But that's one more. That's one thing I definitely want to see them go ahead and fix. Laker Room Podcast is sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. Thrive has awarded over $1,300,000 in prizes since launching in 2018. Use promo code CROSSOVER when you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy from the App Store or Google Play Store or by visiting their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Moving forward, we know where they messed up at in this game. It's done. It's in the books. Now we got to go and try to make our adjustments, um, tweak a few things. And uh, I I just got to say that even though we had such a poor shooting game like we did last night, like – I think that's the, we only can go up from here. Like, goddamn, 5 for 32. Like, I don't see them doing that again. I don't see them shooting that poorly, although they've been shooting like shit for the whole bubble experience. But they're due for a good offensive game, and it's coming, y'all. It's coming. Stay positive, man. I, I know that a lot of Laker fans right now is just pissed going in, <laughs> going in as they should because, you know, you don't work this hard to get to this point. So they didn't just lay an egg. And I, I just don't think that's what they're doing. But I believe in this team. They have the talent to beat this Portland team. The Portland team does not have the defense to be able to stop the Lakers once the Lakers' offense is on. We got three games now. They say three more. I think, I think some Portland players said three more games, huh? I don't I don't see that. Um, But we can just go ahead and go on the little win streak and get this, this taken care of, man. But we need this. Maybe we need a long series to kind of – that don't even make sense. Anyways, <laughs> I'm out here tripping. I'm trying to make I'm trying to make positive out this whole thing, y'all. God. So what I want to see in the next game is, obviously, we want to see them hit their shots. You know, we're not telling you to hit 100% of them. We just need you to hit your shots. We definitely need you to hit your threes and most definitely the free throws. We've been dealing with this free throw issue the whole season. 
And I'm, I don't think that overnight, all of a sudden, because we're in the playoff, boom, they're going to become this extraordinary three-point shooting team. But I don't see AD going, you know, missing as many free throws as he had as he did last night. Bron, that's another story. That's his. That's his. Uh, that's his weakness. Um, so I just don't see them having this poor of a shooting night. This poor of a of a of effort. The lack of effort. I would say I don't because I know Frank said, "Oh, I like our effort or whatever it is." I didn't. I feel like they had another level they could have went to. I think that they could have very well locked this team up even better in the first and the fourth quarter. They did it in the second and third. They even took the lead. Here come Dame. Here go three. Here come CJ. Here go three. You know you got to go out the three-point three line with this team. But um, I still expect them to win in, in five. If they don't, I still I do not believe it's going to be a seven-game series at all. I think it's going to be a six-game series. That's just my belief. So I want, I'm going to stick by my, my, by my Lakers in five. But – if in the event we don't go five, we definitely going to go six, and then that'll be it. we get them up out of there, and uh, Dame can go kick his feet up and, and chill. You know, salute. He did it. He did a hell of a job. But um, we just got to clean up some stuff. Despite the bad shooting, despite the bad everything that they did, they still were in the game, which is crazy, and that's due to Portland's lack of defense. If we hit, shit, just a few more shots, game threes, the game is over. You know, we would tie the game, could possibly win it. If we hit maybe three more threes, you know, and, and make – if AD and Braun made their free throw, Laker win. It's not anything that's – it's not anything that's like they can't fix. It's not anything that's like, oh, my God, this team is just doomed. You just got to hit your open shots. And, they, and I know everybody's saying that they can't shoot. They can. Danny Green can't shoot. That's what they brought him here for. That's what he's done all his career. He can shoot. KCP can shoot. They just going through a hard, a cold streak right now. And shoot or shoot. We want you to shoot. We want you to keep practicing and, and get it together. I believe they will. I believe they will. And, man, I don't know about y'all. The, the rest was really on Dwight's ass last night. The rest has been ass in the bubble, period. Just pure, bodified ass cheeks. God, man. Just annoying. <laughs> this is annoying. Our defense against against Portland was pretty solid. We can, like I said, we could take it to another level. We could definitely take it to another level. And and one thing too, I want I, this is what I want to understand, y'all. Somebody help me understand this. Why we didn't seek out Dane to play defense? Like why didn't we seek out the mismatch for Dane? Shit, if we would have made that boy play three, um, play defense, maybe he ain't got the strength or the the the, the energy to go. Launching 30-foot threes. <laughs> Make him play both ends of the court. You know, don't let him get scotch-free to where it's like, oh, well, he got the energy, he's going to shoot three, and it's game time. No, no, no. Make him defend too. Seek him out like people seek out Curry. Seek him out. Seek out CJ. I'm not saying that they're awful defenders. Seek him out, though. Make him work for it. That's what I want to see, man. Also, I just need to see our Lakers wake up and lock in. I have yet to see them wake up and lock into this ever since we've been into the bubble. Just lock in, man. And, it, you know, every time they lose or just something silly, it's national news for the media, man. They go crazy. 
Meanwhile, the Bucks just lost to Orlando, but that ain't a big deal. But the Lakers lost to Portland Trailblazers, and the world is over. Charles Barkley saying a sweep. Bro, chill. Be easy, bro. Be easy, man. This is crazy. <laughs> That's just craziness, but, you know, Chuck do Chuck things. That's what he does, you know. I'm coming to the end of this podcast, y'all. Make sure y'all tune in every Sunday on Sportscaster for my live stream. So right now I'm doing one podcast a week and one live stream a week. So y'all, if y'all want to hear my playoff predictions, head over to Sportscaster and listen to it. I mean, watch it. You get my playoff predictions. Head over to Sportscaster for my live stream every Sunday at 6 p.m. Um, I'm going to, you know, make sure I try to get guests in so you can get some different content, different opinions. Give me a follow while y'all over there and share that with a friend too. You know, if you listen to this podcast, go support the live stream too. If you don't know, now you know Laker Rim is part of Crossover Media. Go follow Crossover at Crossover365 on Instagram and on Twitter. While you at it, follow me on IG at Laker underscore Realm Pod. Follow me on Twitter at RAE underscore G33. Again, that's R-A-E underscore G33. Make sure y'all share this with a friend because I'm just trying to grow. And I can't do it without y'all. I'm out.